Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. I'm James Anderson, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. And sometimes time dilates and contracts because I forget that I have more uh, lines than just my name. But speaking of more than just normal, oh, nice, good transition. We have a guest today, a guest that I have podcasted with previously. Um, I was going to say almost entirely about Stephen King, but I think it's about half and half. But Colin has not podcasted with at all. It is my good friend, Amity. Amity, welcome to Timeline Scavengers. Thank you so much. And I do love to be called more than normal. That's all I ever want. So <laughs> I appreciate absolutely. you. <laughs> Amity, I, I guess I could say you're a little bit extra is is what I would uh, also Not say. Wrong. You know what Not I mean? Not wrong. <laughs> well, extra, extra, read all about it. Amity, for people who are on their first time on our show, before we ever get into any kind of scenes and everything like that, we always have uh, two questions that we always ask folks. Uh, the first of which is, what is your history with Marvel, whether it be comics or Marvel Studios or all of the above? Uh, no comics. I, um, Though I am a heavy reader and I like art, I cannot read comic books because I don't know what to do with my eyes. So I tend to mm-hmm. read everything and not look at any of the images. And then I have to go back through and look at all the images. And then I have not really gotten what the authors intended so um mm-hmm. i waited until they made it into a moving picture for me and mm. did all the work That'll for work. me um, so i have seen every mcu um property when it came out or within the first month including all of the netflix shows all of the television shows up to um anything currently in the theater i have not seen the latest mm-hmm. so thor 11 thunder so thor Thor is out, but everything, yes, before, yes. Too hard for my speech impediment to go through, but yes, that's the one. And I. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. Now, the second question. (laughs) That's how tangents work here. Uh, Good, great times, good tangents. so, uh, what is your podcasting like uh, situation like now? Like, are we doing? I don't know how else to word that. It feels like such a weird way of saying that. Like, are hey, girl, we, what's your podcasting situation? No, but I mean, like, are, are you currently like you know just guesting wherever you can? Do you have a show of your own that's active, uh, or potentially like just on like a season hiatus or something? Basically, I where can people find you? Two active shows. Um, one more active one uh, we've done weekly for we're coming up on five years. Um, yeah, um, this is our sixth season, but our seasons don't matter. Really? Right. We started as it's, it's called the Latecomers. We started as a um, recap podcast for shows that we had not seen, but everybody else had. So we started with Twin Peaks because neither of us had seen it. Um, and then we quickly realized that if we don't like a thing, it's not fun for us to listen to ba- us bag on it for mm-hmm. 13 right. episodes in a row or whatever. So we've switched right. it up. We just, um, season five lasted uh, two and a half years and it was every Stephen King adaptation. And season yes. six, we are going through the AFI's top 100 thrills list, uh, 100 oh. to 1. 
So okay, we cool. are, I don't know when this is going to come out, but we're in the mid seventies. Uh, last week we talked about Thelma and Louise. Next week mm. we're talking about uh, the third man. So that's what's going oh, cool. on there. And then I have a second podcast that's now down to about once a month. And that is a, um, hmm, it's a, it's a podcast about religion and politics called Without Works. I have an ex-evangelical mm-hmm. uh, is my co-host. And we basically mm-hmm. call out the nonsense that evangelical Christianity is doing where the, 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 um, tagline is taking fundamentalism to church so oh that's a very good tagline tagline. (laughs) thank you so that's coming out about monthly but um we don't swear on that show so we can't do Mm. it that often so that i can calm down before we (laughs) get into it (laughs) so that's that's where we are that but we've been having both of those shows for three plus years now um that's continuing strong it helps that my co-host is lives with me if something is yeah. like deeply upsetting to you on that show, do you at least still get to go, Jesus Christ? Or is that like, is that like, you know, where, where's the line on that? I have, and I have left it in. So yes, I, that, I am the, the editor. I, I, I <laughs> gauge my co-host. Now that's face. some church shit right, right. there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. That's right. Uh, I gauge his face on whether or not I can get away with what I just did. It's in uh, the Bible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. He said his own yeah. name a few times even. So uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so that's that's what I do. I love to be guests on things. I haven't been in a long time. This is my first in a long time and I'm excited. Yay. For a brief excited. moment, I nodded in agreement like, oh, yeah, thinking. Sorry, <laughs> just to bring it back. When you said he said his own name, I thought you meant your co-host. And then I realized we were still on Jesus. Oh, and- like if you took your own name in vain? That's amazing. It was, uh, no, it was just, James I don't Anderson. Know. It Are we was doing like this weird. again? Yeah. I, <laughs> I love it. was a probably. weird moment for me to go, oh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Still talking Jesus. Got it. 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 Um, well, perfect. Uh, thank you for that. We'll make sure that we tag stuff in the show notes. Awesome. Um, and so now, uh, why don't we get into the scene that we're talking about uh, for this uh, for this episode? Previously on Timeline Scavengers, Stan Lee thought Captain America would be taller, but then in London, Steve fills out a map with all the Hydra bases that he remembers. Phillips gives him the mission to go take them out, and Captain America says that he wants to build his team. Uh, This is Captain America, the first Avenger, starting at 1 hour and 13 minutes and 20 seconds, running through 1 hour, 15 minutes and 35 seconds. Dum Dum Dugan puts his drink down next to his famous bowler hat and says, let's get this straight. Jones finishes the thought with, we barely got out of there alive and you want us to go back? Rogers clearly realizes how it sounds, but says, pretty much. Fallsworth says, sounds rather fun, actually. Jim Morita belches and says he's in. Uh, Dernier, oh God, I never get this guy's name right. Dernier, Dernier. Whatever. That guy. The French guy speaks in French with Jones passionately. The two then exchange a laugh and a handshake. Everyone looks to Jones and he goes, we're in. Rogers looks at Triple D. He says, hell, I'll always fight, but you got to do one thing for me. What's that? Dugan chugs his drug. Dope. Chugs his drink. That was hard to say. And says, open a tab. They all laugh and Marita says that was easy as Cap begins to do so. 
He orders another round and the barkeep says, where are they putting all this stuff? Which I think is hilarious for a barkeep to be that upset about. Uh, <laughs> we get a smash cut to a piano being played and men singing songs. Barnes says, see, I told you, they're all idiots. Roger asks, how about you? You ready to follow Captain America into the jaws of death? Hell no. That little guy from Brooklyn who was too dumb not to run away from a fight? I'm following him. Rogers grins sheepishly. Barnes wow. leans in and says, but you're keeping the outfit, right? Rogers realizes that he's being teased, but thinks it over and says, you know what? And we see the Captain America poster with Tor canceled until further notice. It's kind of growing on me. All the men are still singing, but they all slowly patter out and sit up straight as someone new enters the bar. Rogers and Barnes look to see who it is, and it's Peggy Carter. She has shown up ever stunning in a red dress. Captain, Agent Carter. Barnes gives the once over. She looks at him and he nods and says, ma'am. I don't know why I said that with, an, with a Southern accent. He just says, ma'am. Carter <laughs> turns back to Steve. Howard has some equipment for you to try. Tomorrow morning, Rogers affirms. Then Peggy looks at his top squad. Meanwhile, Rogers looks at her top squad and also lets his eyes Oof, wander farther. Come on. Listen, it was too good. It was too good of a line. Uh, Barnes sees all of this. I see your top squad is preparing for duty. Barnes asks, do you not like music? She looks Steve in the eye. Uh, eyes, I guess, rather. Uh, I do, actually. I might even, when this is all over, go dancing. She says this and looks at him very pointedly. Barnes says, then what are we waiting for? Uh, she maintains eye contact and says, the right partner. Roger smiles. 0800, Captain. She walks off. Yes, ma'am, I'll be there. Which he says, looking down as to not objectify her like his best friend is as she leaves the room. <laughs> Barn turns back and says, I'm invisible. I'm turning into you. It's like a horrible dream. Rogers pats him on the shoulder and says, don't take it so hard. Maybe she's got a friend. And that is the scene. Uh, we know she does not. <laughs> yeah. Well, she does have a she friend, does, but, but it's, it's Cap. <laughs> well, that oh, was yeah. <laughs> Or Stark. I mean, like, listen, Bucky, take your pick. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like next, next up on the the Barnes Nurette, and it's B uh, Bucky Barnes looking at Howard Stark and Phillips and having to figure out who he's going to give Barnes Nurette, right? right yeah. The Bachelor. Yeah, who yeah, who to it, give his rose it. to? And he's like, I don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is Dugan off the table? Like he's like really. Uh, <laughs> they, they it cuts to Dugan lying on uh, the table, pass out on a table. Yeah. Nope, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay, hmm. so that's the scene. What are our mm -hmm. thoughts on this lovely little two minute jaunt? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of faces in that scene that are like. Like, as you're watching this this scene, you're just like, because you've seen these guys before, but they've been, like, in it, <laughs> and now they're, like, not in it this time. Right? Right. And you're like, oh, I know this guy. Oh, I know that guy, too. Hey, I know this guy over there. I know all right. of these faces, which is very comforting. And then, you know, mm -hmm. Peggy with her red dress, also very comforting. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. I love Cap's joke, like the ending jokes. Maybe he's got, she's got a friend. Because too often, grown men who have not had a lot of experience in their, in their past, which we assume mm -hmm. is true of Steve Rogers, right. are, are portrayed as being unable to understand when they are then when someone shows interest in them and that is not right. the right. reality most of the time and it isn't right. the reality here and i appreciated that we see like steve knows what's going on. 
Steve right. understands what's being put down in front of him. He understands time yeah. and place, but he also is like, this is an option for me. It's very <laughs> good character development because there's definitely moments that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. James, where we were like, how does he not see that she's like, oh, okay, he's kind of cute. Right. I'm kind of into this. And he's like, oh, no, she no, she's not looking at me. She's not interested in me. And it's like, Steve, come on. But now he's yeah. like, oh, okay, I get it because you're inches from my face and like you're not paying attention to Barnes. And so, okay, right. I get it now. All I right. think that's the litmus. Yeah. I think he's like, wait a minute. Yeah. She's not like this with everyone who is right. marginally attractive. That's the, the other thing right. I love about this scene is we see Bucky Barnes from every angle and that man's fa- <laughs> face changes so drastically from one angle to the other. I'm just like, who is the, oh, it's, it's the same person he's been talking to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> entirely different in every shot of this scene. It's wild. When when he says, um, then what are we waiting for? And it gets nothing. I was like, it was like a punch to the gut. Like, you want it to happen because it's, you know, it's a nice whatever. But it's like, oof. Remember that charming guy from the World's Fair? Not anymore. Also, I mean, he instantly still he looks is, six but... years younger. He looks like a, yeah. almost like a child in that moment. He does, where he's just he like, does. oh, I don't know everything yeah. there is to know about women, apparently. Because, <laughs> exactly. oh, woof. Exactly. <laughs> Colin, when you said uh, when you said "Dum Dum Dugan" to start off your synopsis, it, you it, uh-huh. I thought you were starting off with a musical cue like "Dum Dum Dum." Be like "Dum Dum Dugan." Uh, I was like, "Oh, where, that's the dum, name dum, of the Dum Dum Dugan." Yeah, <laughs> Dum Dum Dugan. Uh, yeah, that that is. Um, see, I for, yeah. I forgot that we normally call him Triple D here, so I apologize. I right. Yeah, that's what made it confusing. It's going to establish. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if you had just gone into with, that, uh, I'd be like, Guy Fieri is not in the scene. I don't understand right. what we're talking right, about. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that if you look in the background, there's a cameo. He is there. Um, he's yeah. He's there uh, making well, food for everyone. Yeah, he's he's actually uh, no one knows this, but Guy Fieri is actually a Benjamin Button. Uh, he's actually old man Fieri in the background of this, and he is aging. Right. Nothing yeah. you say about him would surprise me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the with the faces, I was I was thinking this is the first scene where I have actually in my head been like I can see the comic book layout of this where it's like panel by panel each person being mm-hmm. like I'm in I'm blah, blah, you know Dernier and and uh, Gabe Jones get uh, you know a, a double shot so that they can have their little exchange like yeah. I really liked the, I mean they didn't do that with the movie but like it's fun that they were like you and then you and then you. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that sort of felt like, like you could see it in, like you could see it in a comic book. Um, yeah, and really consent like is awesome, especially if you're consenting to maybe go die. So yeah, it's good <laughs> right. to get a verbal yes from everybody. It didn't just <laughs> order him. Yeah, they, they were gonna uh, the consenting commandos was actually the uh, the first uh, name of the right. group, but uh, but it they was did not like it in 1943. They, and they, not... they howled their objections, and that actually is right. uh, and that's where they got the name from. <laughs> No, but like, I also think it's cute because like, although Barnes is a a part of that group, it is fun that like, because those two bits of it are separate as well. Right. You kind of see the different duos within the Howling Commandos and how they Mm -hmm. interact together. So you have Jones and Dernier, whatever. I'm never going to get it right. I just, every time I try, I'm just like, it's, I butcher it. I feel like, um, I probably have gotten it right at least once, but 
Uh, then you derriere. Need... Let's just call... sure derriere. No, no. probably not. Well, I went Dijonais, but that's probably <laughs> not <you> better. <laughs> Right. It just have um, a French flair to it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so you have those two kind of on like when you're from Cap's perspective when he's looking around the table, right? So it's the yeah, two of them right. on the right-hand side. Fallsworth and Marita frequently kind of like, you know, chat and pal up. But then it's frequently also Dugan and Rogers speaking. Right. Like across right. from each other. So there's like little individual like friendships sort of mm-hmm. blossoming within that group and that group dynamic. You um, also yeah, kind of see the hierarchy fun. where Steve's going to look at Bucky above. Right. Like he's going right. to be the Bucky next. Bucky is right? like and an then, echelon up. Yeah. Right. Then Triple D is next. Right. And then mm-hmm. you've got sort of the cast of characters at the bottom. And this does a nice job of building that little mm-hmm. pyramid without yeah. explicitly building the pyramid. <laughs> right. The um the timing of. So you're asking us to go back? Pretty much. Sounds good. Let's like. The, yeah. Like we have sort of like a. I have to. You know, we're having this exchange, even though you, like you said, you could just say, let's go. You're, yeah. you're bringing like agency into agency of shield. maybe, mm-hmm. Right. Of yeah. SSR. It is right. also yeah. very like, I feel like very um, like wartime hero-y to literally For sure. say, For sure. to, like to outwardly say, sounds like fun, actually. Right. Like it's like, yeah. even if it's, even though they know it's dangerous to him, for him to be like, hmm. The same people who just threw me in a circular cell for months on end, hmm, go kick their asses for a little bit. Sure, why not? Ooh, yeah, cheeky. Maybe taste a little bit of their blood, the children of the night. Oh, no, Whoa. no, no, that's not oh, me. Too far? No, okay, me. never mind. You're not I'm not a vampire that. yet. I mean, at all. At all, ever. Nope, not me. Wait until Blade. Anyway, uh. um, that'll be interesting if they somehow do that. That would be what Colin. Yep. That would be my favorite thing in the Marvel universe if they bring that actor back to mm-hmm. be the head vampire, and he's like, "Aren't you?" Like, he's or like they don't yes. even aren't you? It goes like past pictures, and one of the pictures is of the Howling Commandos, mm-hmm. and that's the only only thing. thing yeah, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, Emily, in the comics, that character is uh, one of a long line of vampires. I don't know if that was gotcha. if that no, was. that's and it's, no, that's that's helpful. <laughs> and it is that character. It's just that, in addition to not having Nick Fury being the commander, they also didn't have him go ahead and become a vampire. Um, right. Gotcha. Yeah. This feels very like Overlord to me, <laughs> and I don't know if mm-hmm. Overlord was built off of this or not, but yeah. That. <laughs> Those are the we, Nazi vampires I'm familiar with. <laughs> right, right, right. This and this guy was um an allied vampire, so it's like yeah, I'm right. sort of feeling mixed. Um but he's British, so it's like um I don't know. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> don't you think it's weird for Bucky to say, but you're keeping the uniform? Maybe it's just me, but I feel like that's what you say when like if Captain like, all right, in a typical pop cultural way, you say that to your significant other when they are dressed as something that the joke is that you find that kinky. Interesting. So but you're keeping what the uniform, you're saying right? is, is Stucky is perhaps MCU can. This is the most Stucky moment so far, if if you ask me. Because it's like, why? But you're keeping the uniform. Like, I know it's a joke that the uniform is silly, I guess. Because I think but he, I mean, he I think says he's really it like, to tease him. Right. Yeah. Like, it because he wears a... It's basically you're dressing up as a clown for soldier purposes, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But the way he's, you're keeping the uniform, right? To me, I was like, 
it is the husband to the to wife say. on the on the day after Halloween yeah. about her friend's yeah. maid uniform or whatever. Like, right. but we're, that's like, gonna yeah. stay in the closet. So I'm gonna see that. Yeah, again. I'm gonna like, see that again. <laughs> you know, my you know, oh, your husband is dressed as the mascot. Hey, can we borrow the mascot uniform for for you know two more weeks or whatever? Where it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, and that's like, how furries. No, no king shaming here, but like, ascot. You know, like ascot with like an yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. I know an ascot is also like a. Forget it. Let's move on. Sure. Um, my last note before Avengers Ensemble is this: Bucky tries so hard. It's actually very cute. I think S Stan because I am very cool and abbreviate stuff. Uh, it's short for Sebastian. Had to really walk a line between looking like a jerk and looking like a guy who likes women, similar to Howard Stark. Actually, this is the most Howard Stark mm. that Bucky has been. Which is why they would get along so well. He's not used to being in that position. I think he's sort of finding himself in a Howard Stark position. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to come back to what you said, but like <laughs> Howard Stark's like, all right, take care. See, wham, see you, see you later. Here's your <laughs> yeah. shield. But Bucky's like, I don't know what I'm supposed. What, you know, what do I normally do with my hands? What is going yeah. on here? I'm no, completely lost. No, he has lost. been baited in a way that he does not understand. Right, how to deal with. <laughs> right, and right. He's not mad about it. He's just he doesn't know how to navigate this. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He is not the biggest and the strongest. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, he, yeah. Wait. The 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 second half of this movie. Well, the the middle third of this movie is just Bucky. Um, realizing all the ways in which Steve has uh, gotten better than him. Like, <laughs> which is, yeah, a very, I mean, and that's why I think he's like, Oh my God, wait, I'm turning into you. What's happening. Right. Right. He's not used to not being the center of attention in this regard. And like, it's also an interesting thing where he still tries, even though yeah. he definitely at one point notices when she turns to look and Steve is like, well, come on. I mean, uh, oh, God, is this person attractive? And like mm-hmm. he kind of looks at Steve. He looks at her and notices that she only looks at him. Like he looks at this like he he literally his eyes go back and forth between them multiple times. And he's like, oh, well, let, let me just test the waters. Yeah. Maybe may, maybe it's just because they're friends. And then he's like, oh, why don't we go dancing? And she's like laser focused. And he's like, yeah. oh, shit. And I, I should be holding the popcorn. Has like a, he's been friends with Steve for however long they've been friends, mm-hmm, and right. he legitimately believes Steve is a better man than he is. Right, mm-hmm. and that was sure. great. Can't that was a, a fine man. dynamic in their relationship when he was the the handsome one or the better looking right. one. Or the, but the now Steve's right. the better man, and also. The better man. The, the finer <laughs> like, man, yeah. That's like a tricky um, mm-hmm. road to walk for him because he all, he, I, he like, he's self aware enough to be like, oh, I am 100% second fiddle here, which is fine, but I'm not used to that. So I got to get out of my feelings or figure out how to, because I don't want to lose this friend, but he could drop me like a hot potato in a minute because, <laughs> because he doesn't need me for this right. other thing anymore. It, well, don't worry. Like, Steve will drop him like a hot potato pretty soon. Listen, <laughs> just because Bucky can't handle being on the side of a train. That was a handle joke. No, that was good. Um, I liked it. Thank you. Uh, that's a future episode. Um, that's a that, that was pretty cold of you. If, if well, I, if I say so. You know, but. I've been training. For... Mm. 
<clears throat> um, I think that uh, it's funny because Bucky, I, I love that they portray Bucky as this is just my dumb, dorky friend, Steve, regardless of what he looks like, mm-hmm. until... He realizes well, he's the dumb, while, dorky friend. While other people are interacting with him, he sees like, oh, oh gosh, look at him. What an Adonis of a man. You're keeping the uniform, right? But then when they're back alone, it's like back to dumb, dorky Steve again. Like, I'm turning into you. What a funny thing to say when you've just like been actively ignored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like me like, now or me that what right. me are you talking right about? but i i think it's also like i wish steve had been more dorky about that yeah. and been like wait qualify that wait, yeah. hold on wait, i don't get stop. it because i just wait. had wait that doesn't tra- back walk that back for me but like i like it because like at every moment that you see them like reunited right yeah in some fashion and it feels so good yes uh but like every time they are reunited uh, in this movie, there's some sort of like wisecracking between them, right? So right. like, even though they are both living in New York, clearly he's been off doing his training and stuff like that. So he shows back up in New York, saves his literal behind in the alleyway, mm-hmm. and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, and they're you know they're ribbing each other, they're making jokes. They, you know, still same day they go to the fair, they're ribbing each other before he leaves, and he's like, okay, goodbye. Then they don't see each other for a very long time. He's now prisoner of war. They find him. The second that he, you know, helps them up, they're already. Right. It's like no matter what, no matter how much time passes, there's like the second they are separated, even if it's just like by a day or something, the second they're back in the same room, it's like they never missed a beat. It's like they never stopped Mm -hmm. hanging out. So they're just like immediately like, okay, time to go for the ribbing, you know? So like as much as he's like, you saved my life, your costume was ridiculous. So you're keeping it right because I think it's very funny. It's a little bit of a barometer check too, isn't it though? Like it's like Oh, are we cool? Hey, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. I'm gonna put a little I'm gonna, you know, put a little spice in your in your life and then spice up your life? That is a wild place to have me for me to have gone. Especially for him Um, to be like, You're keeping the outfit, right? Right, you're keeping the outfit, right? (laughs) Talk about that. Spice up the barracks. America spice. Um but uh it's sort of like I'm I'm testing the waters. Um, Lila and I, Kristen often talks about how Lila and I say, I love you. And so we are doing the same thing. Kristen looks at it as like, it sounds like an apologetic, like, I love you. But like Lila and I are both being like, I love you. We're still cool. Right. And that's what Bucky and to a lesser extent from what I've seen in this movie, Steve are doing. It's like, I'm joking. Are you joking? You are joking. Okay, we're good. Yeah, but um, Steve's changed way more than Bucky has, so Bucky sure. needs that test more that than we Steve know does. of. That we know, yes. That we but know. But physically, of. for sure. The, right. The, right. The, the time, you know, Steve is experiencing time this way, and all of a sudden, it's like uh, Bucky went away and then came back, and this dude had aged <laughs> like a good right. 30 years. Right. <laughs> and it's like, there, are we? <laughs> right. Are we um i think it would have been interesting if they had no you you don't want to you don't want to play your hand too too much on this but if they'd given bucky a little stutter step on the first joke after steve gets him out of the out of the um strapped into the what's that called the torture thing yeah the, the the table or whatever yeah if they just a little bit of a Oh yeah, like you almost see like the thing fall into place. Yeah. Right. That would have been I a little bit more that. of a confirmation. I would have liked a reach, uh, 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 an Agent Carter esque 
<laughs> is this you like physically putting hands right, on? Yeah, you? I would have liked to see that actually. <laughs> Just for, like you know, but that's those a good point. Hacks, though <laughs> he recognizes him so fast, and like yeah. when, when you think about it, like yes, he does still look very similar to Skinny Steve, but his face also fleshes out. Mm-hmm. Like right. his head is so peanut shaped and like so narrow. And then just like, you know, the the body, it kind of, you know, he gets like a strong jawline. I can't believe that he didn't go, who the, Steve? You know, there was no like, yeah. I've, that's, I've never thought about it until you mentioned that. Also like, the it's power of looking up versus looking down. Right. Oh, yeah. He has looked right. down at Steve forever and you well, see them next to also, each other in this scene and they are is a six inch height difference between when them. he's like yeah. on the gurney if he's like okay ha 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 but then as he comes up and he doesn't keep going he's like oh what what yeah. what how are you still about yeah it's a good mm. and then hey, somehow he I, jumps anyway i think this is a, a a decent segue okay i was thinking about how chris evans and sebastian stan i think we determined that chris evans is actually Taller than St- Sebastian Stan is that S- Sebastian Stan is that correct? Did we determine that? Hang on, I don't remember. So let me look it up. Keep talking. While Colin looks that up, yeah. let me uh, tell you why I'm think- thinking this. So the barman that asks them where they're putting it all is doing double duty in this movie because he is also the double for Steve Rogers. That is Leander Dini, and he, I have to imagine, given his stature as the barman is a double for uh, skinny, small Steve Rogers. Um, You want to know something fun? They are the same height. They are exactly the same height. They're both six foot even. Six foot even, absolutely. So one of them six one, and one of them is 5'11", and we'll never (laughs) know. Yeah, yeah, oh, good point, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Leander Dini, oh, sorry, this is Avengers Ensemble. I kind of segued my way into it. Okay, that's fine. Avengers Ensemble. Okay, so it's weird to wait for the theme to go, but uh, yeah. just to say one, one more sentence. But Leander Dini <laughs> is in a bunch of stuff okay. that I hadn't heard of that sort of looked a little bit sort of, I don't know, we, you know, we, oh, the Bureau needs to investigate, not procedural, but sort of like, sure, s- sort of that, but British. He was in one episode of Merlin, though. Oh, so, okay. As. Um, not as Merlin. He was only in like, one yeah, episode. Obviously, but uh, he was. I think he was played he a named? guy named. Yeah, I think he did. Or have was he like Barkeeper? Steve. Yeah, Steve. His name was Steve Rogers Double, and I don't understand that's why. Just, that's every. That's every single. He changed his name legally to Steve Rogers Double, and I'm. I you know best I friends with Lex Shrapnel. He plays um, that beloved character, George. Oh, okay. Cool. George. Good, good. Uh, he was also a police constable in Atonement, um, which is the, it's based on a, a book. I believe that it's a Kira Knightley joint. Hmm. Um, basically, this, yeah, Kira Knightley's in it. Basically, this girl falls in love with this dude, and her younger sister basically uh, frames him, I don't think for murder, but possibly for murder. And it ruins okay. uh, everyone's life. As yeah. you do, yeah. Yeah, and so Atonement is a great name for it. Uh, also, the dude is uh, um, the, uh, James McAvoy. Yep. So, oh, um, and Sir okay. and, oh, and Ronan, Ronan is, is big yeah. thing. Yeah, big yeah. breakout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The, the, the movie that introduced us all to how do you say that? Yeah. Sirsha. 
Sir, sir, yeah. The, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're joking with me. There, none of those letters are in there. That's yeah. correct. Welcome that to correct. yes. Welcome to all of the UK's languages. <laughs> the lang- the letters Wales, that are Wales visible. Wales uses the letters that all sure. Because it's just most every one of them. <laughs> Yeah, but well, yeah, no, none of the Gaelic languages funny. are interested in what you think the letters sound like. Right, exactly. So and Wales is correct. interested in taking all the Ys. Just, all of them. They're like, mm-hmm. anyone using this Y here? Great, we're going to toss it into this city name. I'm going to need all your W's letters. as well. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And the British just go, I don't know, another, another Tommy in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another, mm-hmm. another George in it. Yeah, it, like, right, yeah, exactly. Um, Real original and then name they, they and take Frank. all of our U's, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is also in that movie. Oh, yep. cool. Very also, good. America does everything with ease. That's a vowel joke, and with also ease. a, a yeah. homophone joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't do everything with ease, but it is hey, yeah, I'm not like not homophonic great. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So okay, before we uh, exit the episode, um, I have one question for everyone here, uh, which is simply. Uh, I, I, you know, you don't have to tell me necessarily a specific time in your life, you know, especially because I don't want people to think that they need to drop names or anything like that, um, or feel the need to like fully censor. I don't know. That sounds really weird, but like, have you ever been in a situation where you are any of the three people in the moment of the Steve and, um, Peggy conversation? Like, have you been the Sebastian Stan in that moment? Have you ever been the Steve, you know? Amity, I'll give you some time to think. I can I can actually answer this in a number of ways because I'm mm-hmm. ridiculous. Same. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I started dating this girl um, in, I think I've talked to you about her, Colin. She was the girl that I met her and I was like, I'm going to date her. And mm. then like three months later we dated, yep. even though we hung out all the time. This isn't exactly what you're talking about, but on our first date, I met a friend who was going into the dorm that she was coming out of. Hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was waiting. So like, he went in, she came out, and he looked back at me and like gave me a thumbs up. And I was like, yee, that was nice. Because um, it was like <laughs> approval from a friend whose approval I didn't need. Right, right, right. But it did confirm that it made me feel good to be sort of like, yay, that was good. So that was uh, a good moment. And then the other answer is, uh, Aaron and I do this not in sort of a flirtatious way, but just in sort of a, a self-absorbed Aaron and James show way. Uh, <laughs> almost every interaction we have... Um, Ever. So like that we yeah. we turn everyone into Bucky. Aaron and James turning everyone into Bucky. Yes, I saw That's you guys just tagline. this week and that is exactly what happened. The amount of times where yeah. I was like, I right, because it yeah. It, mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, because yes. Mm-hmm. Colin and I have both been the Bucky to yeah. James and Aaron's <laughs> Steve. No, actually I, I I do think now actually this week actually I don't think I had that issue. I think the very first time we ever hung out, I think I slightly struggled with it. But like now because I podcast with James so regularly, I know how to cut James off. I think without feeling like, um, <laughs> am I going to hurt his feelings? I'm like, no. I now know the answer yes. of no. Uh, so time. anyway, James, no, no. But I've definitely been both the. I I've never been the Peggy. I will say that I've never mm. been because I've never been that bold. Um, right. but I've definitely been the Steve. Uh, however, I was the Steve and it did this oh, right no. over my head, yeah, yeah. you know? And I was like crazy. I was like, man, she's so nice. And everyone's like, 
hey, dummy. dummy. <laughs> like, I mean, quite literally, like, you, like, I said that, and someone one time was like, God, you suck. And I was like, what? They were like, they were interested in you. I was like, no. Right? And yeah. then everyone's like, this has been going on for months. And you're like, oh, crazy. No clue. And they're like, yeah, no shit. But I've definitely <laughs> been the Bucky especially like in high school. Bucky's doing okay. He's not doing right, okay right, with right. Peggy, but he's right. doing okay. He needs to go find private Lorraine. We haven't met her yet, no. but we have met her. But anyways, no, go ahead. Yeah. Anyway. Go ahead, Amity. <laughs> okay, so I have, I have been, I think I've been Peggy, actually. I have <laughs> been Peggy um, in a... <clears throat> A tri triad. We, there were three of us talking. Um, okay, but there's a. It, it, I was only Peggy for a certain period of time because I did end up dating both the Steve, whose name was Steve, and the Bucky, whose name was not Bucky. <laughs> if it was, that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. His name was also Steve. that. What a what a way what an amazing way of of line, instead of being yeah. like their names actually were this. It was like whose name was actually this, right? And whose name was actually that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no worries. And um, so that was my high school situation. I did date uh, both of them at different times, but I definitely only had an interaction like this with Steve being the Steve and the other oh, one being the Bucky. That's fun. Um, and then I have been the Steve, and that was interesting. Emily's winning this question. <laughs> And that was interesting. I didn't know we were. I didn't know. I it was unprepared to come and win. But I'm. That's a lie. I'm prepared to win everywhere. I yeah, I know. I'm um, say for this. <laughs> and uh, there was a uh, a young woman on the staff of the uh, at the bookstore that I was working at, and she was very interested in uh, a a man that worked with us, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. I was not that interested in said man at the mm-hmm. time and uh then he made his intentions very clear in front of her like in a very similar way to this scene where she was like okay well i don't have a, ch- a chance here and oh, that's right. when i was like oh i might have a chance here so right yeah because <laughs> yeah. i was like i wasn't thinking about this guy at all and then all of a sudden i was right. like but this guy though has put himself in right. front of me in a mm. very agent carter's way yeah. <laughs> Listen, now that it's on the table, I think about it different. Let me Dugan get off. Let me reevaluate. Yeah, Yeah, we need that table. I can't have both of these things on the table at once. It's too much. Open a tab. Yeah. Oh. And if I thought hard enough, I bet I've been the Bucky, but I can't think. I've blocked it. I didn't like it, and I don't want to think. I think it's cool that you've been the two fun ones, and not the unfun one. I mean, right. I've probably definitely been the unfun one, but I wasn't making any kind of play. I've definitely and been sure. the friend. Okay. I've definitely oh, been sure. the won- win wing woman, but I've never put it out yeah. there and then just to be like oh, ceremoniously sure. ignored. I've definitely so. been like the the like for lack of a better term, like the third wheel, but that was like cool with it. Like was not like interested yeah. in either right. party. Yeah, but I've also definitely been, you know, the person who's been like. Just, I'm interested in one of you two and hello. No, hello. Just gonna, or, okay. or, or even better. I'm interested in either of you two. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, that's well, ideal. I mean, that seems ideal. <laughs> I have been there as well. And then again, to also watch the two of them. And then you're like, yeah, God, both of you really like the betrayal cuts deep. I feel like right now. 
like I mean, there's also a thing where it's like um, I didn't realize that my joking around was going to get so heavily shut down. I've been that kind of bucky before mm -hmm. where it's like my friend that I joke around with is now dating someone that is also around us and I am invisible to everyone. I'm like, oh yeah, this nothing. All right. That usually kills, but okay. I guess I'll nope. just it's sit all in the back heart seat. eye emojis and nobody yeah. hearing anything that's coming in. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did also have a I was talking to someone on Facebook uh Messenger like in the past two or three years and I literally said to her, back in, you know, in college or whatever, you were always so nice to me and she was like I had a huge crush on you and I was like, uh yeah, all right, that mm, okay. Like it, like that's the worst. That, that's the one time when I'm like, oh, "Welp, all right." Hey, I don't know why we are not teaching our youths to. I think they're getting better, but like, just I think tell they're your crush you have a crush. Just tell, just tell yeah. them. Because Absolutely. guess what? Like, and don't look at it as shoot your shot. Just look at it as communication. Communication. That's, that's what I think. And and yeah. whatever they decide is the best thing for your relationship because you both have to be Absolutely. on board. Absolutely. Well, it's Absolutely. like um, just the other day I had retweeted a thing. If I can see if I can find it. It's like, when you turn 35, you should win an itemized list of all of the people you didn't realize were flirting with you in your 20s. <laughs> and yeah. I feel that tremendously because, like, again, like, the amount of people where I definitely frequently am like, no one's currently interested in me. And I could be 100% wrong. Like, currently, as, as I'm sitting here, I'm in my head going, I have zero prospects, right? And there might be that's two or three. That's 100% wrong. Yeah, there's no right? way that that's But true. no yeah. one's made it clear <laughs> enough to me. And like people, and like I make it very apparent all the time. I am very dumb when it comes to this sort of thing. Like, this is the sort of cue there are very few show, social cues I don't pick up on, and this is one of them. And I think it's because I overthink everything. Mm -hmm. So I just end up thinking, oh, no, they're just being nice. But it's also right? like super embarrassing if you are, think you're picking right. up on a thing and then you are not picking up on a thing. Like 100%. That's... Uh, yeah. Um, and then James has said, uh, oh, James likes me. James is a good friend. Thank you, James. That's so nice of you. Um, no, but like I, I will say that not long ago – like when I say not long ago, I'm talking like six or seven years ago, but like, <laughs> that's but not long. that's <laughs> right, right. half yeah. the distance between now and when I graduated high school, right? Someone that mm. I had this huge crush on in high school, basically we were you know, just sort of catching up at one point and they were just like saying something like, haha, yeah, it's just kind of crazy that blah, 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 because I had this huge crush on you in high school. And I was like, you stop. What? And like, this is someone who had, I had always been like, well, I don't see any chance with this person, right? They're way out of my league and all this other stuff. And they're like, yeah, they're like, you were the funniest person in our school, blah, blah, blah. And I just was like prattling off all this stuff. And of course, now they're in a very happy relationship. Right, um, of course. And they're they're doing great. And like, I would obviously never be like, well, what do you think now? You know, because at that point, we hadn't really seen each other fit, like in person in years. Yeah. So like I wasn't who this like person even is anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like I'm not deeply upset. Like at that point, it's just more of I was upset only in the terms of like I was like, there were so many things I could have done differently in high school if yeah. I had known that I could have taken like that person to like homecoming or prom or whatever. Right. And like not have like the miserable time that I had in other situations, you know what I mean? Like that I got stuck with or yeah, whatever, but like, exactly. I could have like the person who I like, who's probably attention that I vied for probably the most in my senior year, for example, yeah. uh, and definitely junior year for sure. Like I apparently could have landed a date with that person. And I'm like, you're 
kidding me? And again, they were right. like, did you not recognize A, B, C, D? Like literally listed off a multitude of things. And I went, that was flirting. And like, again, I'm sure everyone else was going, you idiot. Yes. But, but I was also, somebody going, could have been like, just hey, having fun. you idiots. I know. Right. Get- I ask that's nice where lady out to a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's my thing. I think legally, legally, if you are someone's friend and you can tell someone's flirting with them and you don't tell them that's entrapment. Right. Right. Exactly. And maybe even I, do a little, hey, am I reading into this? Hey, yeah, you exactly. Want me to make going, a... Hey, because someone going on here. Say she definitely likes you when she definitely doesn't. Like, right. Some right. Right. I've definitely had people tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So but do a little he, recon and then help a brother out. Jeez. Yeah, right. <laughs> help your friends out. Well, why don't we f- make ourselves feel a little better by throwing the kid in the river, James? Yeah, let's do. Let's do throw that kid in the river. Uh, you can find our Twitter for this show at Timeline Scav, or you can find the Twitter for our network, Scavenger Network, at Scavengers Net. If you want to come tell me that you have a crush on Colin, you can do that at Unabashed Please. James. Good Lord. Colin, if you want to hear that someone has a crush on you because you're into sort of more of a direct thing as opposed to the middleman. Sure. Where can people find you? Uh, at Colin M. Parker. Cool. And Amity, uh, both to be both the Steve and Peggy in the Twitterverse. What? I'm going to stick with it. To be that, where can people find you? If you'd like to give your socials, I realized we didn't say. um, Yeah, no, I can give. uh, The best thing probably is my Twitter. It's at Amity Armstrong. It's it's my name. It's my name. (laughs) See, straightforward. Doesn't mess around with any sort of like my middle initials M. Like, you know, it's just like. Does Amity want that information now? I I can't tell. I just really can't tell. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I want I'll, I'll write a note and put to it in. Call in, in me, the talk to me, tweet me, tell me that you have a crush on me. What's up, everybody? <laughs> yes, exactly. We're podcasters. It's kind of our thing yeah. in the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and if you do have a crush on Colin or Amity, you need to actually go to uh, the podcatcher of your choice and leave them a five star oh. review. In addition to telling them you have a crush on them, that's actually the uh, if the your right review is simply five stars, got a crush on Colin or got a crush on Amity. I would love that. That would be the the top review of every like press release yeah. that we ever do ever again. I'm going to need right. a t-shirt. If it's my name, I'm going to need yeah. a t-shirt made. Yes. So. If it's Colin's <laughs> name, I'm going to need a t-shirt. That's, so I'm going to also uh, need that t-shirt. As proof so that someone can like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just take I'll just duct tape like question marks at the end of it like uh, Colin. <laughs> no, you're perfectly lovable. Everyone's lovable. Most people are lovable. Yeah. Sure. sure. Just walk it back. Just there are Anyways, yeah. so that's going to do it for us today, except for I'm going to tell you about more people that you can contact on social media. And here that is. If you want to contact our uh, the composer of both the intro and outro music for this show, his name is Nick Bramald. He's British. So yep. he's kind of the Peggy Carter in the situation, I'm just saying. In terms of nationality, you can find him on Twitter at N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D. Remember when I called him Nick Bermaldi? That was weird. Yeah. Or you can find him at his website at nickbermaldcomposer.co.uk. Now that is going to do it, he said, checking 
is yep okay that's gonna do it for our show for today amity thank you so much for joining us and we're looking forward to talking to you more in a future episode it's tomorrow's episode well it's not tomorrow listen hey i'm here i have you in the whisper space um it's not tomorrow's but it's the next one amity i'm looking forward to talking to you next time on uh, (laughs) the show but as always i am james i am colin i'm amity excelsior mama let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast on natural 20s do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast you're right we have a lot to offer like intellectual conversations well did you guys know australia once lost a war entirely to emus do you think emus frown upside down because they're in australia like they're below the equator yeah duh health and fitness pasta is great but you usually have a lot of extras but have no fear thigh warmed pasta is here plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn we have microwaves i have thighs you know what actually we can never decide what we're going to talk about and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20 so download unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every monday the scavengers network Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content.